podcast already chapter 13 lucky number 13 if you're if you ask me how about you boomer oh man just uh just giving out winners left to right i mean jesus i feel like most of these people probably quit their jobs by this point i mean they should have and this is feel like lucky number 13 to you like it does me oh man i mean pretty much if you hadn't quit your jobs you're going to after this one that's what i like to hear all right folks so uh welcome back happy thanksgiving week black friday for some of y'all uh be sure not to get killed out there in some of those deals because we're giving you all the money-making opportunities right here. It's the Black Friday special edition of the Deep Fried Podcast. But one thing, like, who the fuck actually goes out to stores anymore and buys Christmas presents? Yeah. I mean, everybody's shit should already be pretty much in a package in their back room by October at this point. Oh, really? What's, what's the, what you got up the sleeve? Oh, man, I've got zero Christmas presents. I'm just saying, like, if you're, like, a normal, caring person, you've already got a Christmas present. See, Black Friday's basically transitioned online, and then a little secret for all you folks out there, everything you can get on Black Friday, you can get on Cyber Monday, and you can do that from your desk at work, so. You can also get it four days later at the same store. Yeah, for the same price. Uh, Yeah, I don't understand people who go out for Black Friday, but this is Black Friday early bird special right here, the Deep Fried Podcast Chapter 13. So, there's all the money-making opportunities you need. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Make you a little bit of money for you go waste on uh, a 52-inch Vizio TV from Best Buy. Yeah, don't buy a Vizio. Go up, up, up your ante to the Samsung. I mean, come on, people. This is America. We stopped buying Vizio like four years ago. I thought so, but they're still flying hot off the shelves. Black Friday, baby. All right. So, as you can tell, it's me and Boomer with you this week. Uh, we wanted to have Collier on after another good week from him, but he is off doing family things in Virginia. So um, hopefully he has some safe travels and gets back, and we'll get some more winners from him for uh, championship week next weekend. He but, did say that he was going to the uh, Virginia-Virginia Tech game. It's going to be a real barn burner up there. He said take uh, the Cavaliers. Oh, well, he had been wrong in that regard. <laughs> but uh yeah so collier went 11 and 5 last week we'll definitely try to get him on back next week see if he can continue that run up to his total to 55 45 and 3 on the season boomer 9 and 7 another winning weekend barely hitting above that 500 mark though hey that's where i reside all right, right. overall total at 96 94 and 9 i myself went 9 and 7 too with uh Couple, couple close losses, and Cincinnati. So uh, I've learned my lesson. I'm not fading South Florida anymore because that's been rough. I also learned my lesson, and uh, the Georgia Tech Yellow yeah. Jackets actually are indeed a very shitty football team. <laughs> Have you finally learned after eight losses? You've learned your lesson. Eight losses and a blowout by the uh, roaring crowd down in Miami last Saturday. They're all of 19 people there. Yeah, I don't know how the quarterback was able to get the plays off, honestly. It was pretty crazy. That's probably why they got blown out so bad. Uh, it had to be. That's really the only thing I can think of because that high-powered offense has been pretty much cruising all year. Yeah. All right, so that 9-7 and seven takes my overall record to 104-86-8. and eight. Uh, Pretty good little record, 104 wins on the season. I'll take it. 
So, um, you know, pretty decent little week overall. No losers, which is all you can host, uh, hope for when you got three people picking like that. But Twitter, you went four and four last week. Um, not your greatest week. Didn't do anything in terms of uh, trying to beat us. You tied a couple of us, but that doesn't mean shit. So, <laughs> pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Live to fight another day. That's at Deep Fried Bets. Be sure to vote on the polls. I'll have those up tomorrow morning. Uh, again, we're doing this Tuesday night with the Thanksgiving coming up. Hopefully, we'll get this out. So, when you headed home to visit your families, get fat off turkey tomorrow, you can uh, listen to this on the way home or Thursday and all your travels. So, uh, we got that. You know, we're, we're men of the people. That's what we are, remember? Hell yeah. You just you just want to throw throw that out there so the uh, the good people can cut up the lines right there on their center, center console and uh, just take those lines right on down. Make them winners. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. So... Boomer, let's just go ahead and get into it. This vault this weekend. Uh, big slate of games. Robbery week in college football. Uh, week 11 of the NFL. No, week 12, I'm sorry, of the NFL season. I believe buys are through. Is that correct? What? Buy, buy weeks. Does anyone? Are those through? Oh, buys are done, thank okay. God. Because yeah. they, uh, they really bent me over last week. Yeah, I thought they were by. Uh, Oh, got just got news. Marshawn Lynch expected to miss a couple of weeks. I really hate that for him. I hate that for the American people. That son of a bitch is awesome to watch. Yeah, I hate that for us Thomas Rawls owners of the world too. Anyways, let's uh, nobody cares about our fantasy teams. So let's get back to the action. Boom, let's just go ahead and get what your vault's looking like this week. Week thirteen of college football season, twelve of the NFL season. Had a pretty successful week last week. Let's see if you can keep returns on that. Oh yeah, it's Uh-oh. gonna be it's gonna be rolling on through this week once again. Give me Iowa minus one and a half. Everybody, they're number four in the polls right now in the playoff. They're playing against a mediocre Nebraska team at best. Don't really, uh, don't really see why it's sitting higher. Give me Iowa next. Kent State plus ten and a half versus the mighty Akron University. Who has already screwed me over a couple weeks ago? Is this Akron or Akron Tech this week? Ah, it's Akron. It's oh, it's Akron. Come on, there's only one Akron school now. Okay, but with that being said, ten and a half way too much. Give me Kent State next. Cincinnati is a pick versus Eastern Carolina. Give me those Bearcats. Drew Brees getting three points versus the Houston Texans. Houston Texans super overvalued right now. New Orleans Saints have showed that they can really, really suck in some spots. Super undervalued. It's just off too much. Give me the Saints plus three. Finally, with Rivalry Week, comes this game. What was that, Bo Jackson? Rivalry Week? Yeah, it's a thing that you kind of have come up whenever you go to Auburn. Okay. You kind of start talking to like Bo Jackson. Stuttering problem, I got you. But it's because I'm just so nervous about this game, how much money people are going to make. Give me Florida plus two versus the dreaded Florida State criminals. Damn, they're getting two points? Hell yeah, they're getting two points. That's rough. Oh, my, how the mighty have fallen. What's that line going to be next week in Atlanta if Alabama does complete the victory this weekend? Oh, shit, man. They might be uh, that might they might they be a two-point favorite after the beatdown they're going to put on Florida State this weekend. Oh, damn. All right. That's fine, mighty high. So let's ride back through that. Iowa minus one and a half. Kent State plus ten and a half. Cincinnati, what was that? 
Even? Pick them? Pick. It's a pick, baby. All right. The Saints plus three and Florida plus two. Is that right? That's it. All right. Uh, <laughs> some solid winners in there. I'm going to fade you at least once throughout that. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, in my vault this week, I don't love it, but they're, I, I think they're winners. I don't like to bet on favorites, as you sure know by uh, – Listen to the Deep Fried Podcast throughout the season. I especially don't like to pick them in my vault, but I somehow ended up with four favorites in my vault this week. I just saw a lot I liked this rivalry week. So we'll start it off on a little thing that Boomer pointed out earlier, Georgia Tech being a terrible football team. Georgia's not much better, but I think they're about a touchdown better. They want a little bit of revenge for what happened last year, and I think they are the better football team. So give me Georgia minus five. I believe that's on the road, but I still think they'll get the job done by at least a touchdown. Next, Iowa State fired Paul Rhodes this week, but they're going to let him coach the last game. Apparently those guys love him. So he's playing at West Virginia. I'm going to take Iowa State plus 14 to keep it close as a sign of respect, maybe get the win and carry off Paul Rhodes in his last game. Next up, Indiana playing Purdue. I like Indiana. I've made a lot of money off the Hoosiers this year, so I'm going to go with them one more time. Minus six and a half against Purdue to get the victory on the road. Next up, another favorite, LSU. Les Miles, reports are that he's out. Reports are that he's got to win this game. Reports are that they're just waiting to the end of the season. Nobody really knows what's going on there, but I know that there'll be 100,000 people singing his praise on Saturday night. LSU takes care of Texas A&M. LSU minus five on the hook. I also believe reports are that he's going to insert about 10 inches into uh, Texas A&M on Saturday. At least 10, probably 12. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and then finally, this is the one I'm fading you on a little bit. You had the uh, New Orleans Saints plus three. I just can't do anything against that defense. It's so, so terrible. I know they fired Rob Ryan. But I don't care. It's still awful. So I like the Texans minus three at home, Brian Hoyer or whoever the hell's starting to have a right, game. Right, right. Stop right there. To whoever the hell's starting, either TJ Yates or Brian Hoyer, you take them over Drew Brees. Uh, I take them over that defense. Did you see what that defense did to Kirk Cousins? Jesus Christ, dude. It's Brian Hoyer or TJ Yates. It's I Kirk mean, Cousins. Kirk, Kirk Cousins has actually thrown a couple of touchdowns in his life. These two dipshits aren't even going to be able to cross the 50. Brian Hoyer is not awful, and freaking TJ Yates won a playoff game a couple years ago. Yeah, man, they are straight fucking powerhouses. I I respect you for standing by your convictions. You just... uh, you just are very stupid with that pick. I'm not saying they're gonna, you know, win league MVP or take the play uh, uh, Texans on a deep playoff run, but I do think they get the win at home over a shitty Saints defense. Uh, I'm, I might have missed the reports. Is JJ Watt starting at quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, and uh, free safety? No, DeAndre Hopkins is. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So no way they win. No way they win this game. Okay. So well, that's something to keep an eye on. Nice little uh, back and forth on that. So that's a vault. I'll run through those again. Georgia minus five, Iowa State plus 14, Indiana minus six and a half, LSU minus five on the hook, and the Texans minus three. So nice little uh, ten winners or nine winners. We'll find out right there, uh, depending on that Saints-Texans outcome. But let's get to it. Everybody's favorite time of the week, Thanksgiving special 
Stone Cold Steve Austin Locks of the Week. is ready for your Thanksgiving special. Who is your lock of the week for week 13 of the college football season or week 12 of the NFL season? Who do you like? Well, you know I'm going with the NFL because those bastards have gotten me paid throughout the season. And I thought long and hard about this. What I was thinking about was, are the Jacksonville Jaguars really favorites in a football game? They were last week and got the job done. Well, I thought about it some more, and uh, they aren't playing the, the Tennessee Titans this week, and they're also playing a guy named Philip Rivers, who's probably one of the most competitive sons of bitches west of the Mississippi River. One of the most competitive two and seven players of all time. Son of a bitch has heart, and he knows that he shouldn't lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Stone Cold lock for this week is the Chargers plus four. Right behind that strong-ass North Alabama boy, Phillip Rivers. Chargers plus four. Is that on the road? That's on the road, baby. Okay. 12 o'clock kickoff, I assume, and it's about 8 o'clock San Diego time. That's something to watch out for. Hey, that biological clock don't fade once you move west of the Mississippi. All right. Fair enough. So you like the Chargers plus four of your lock of the week. I don't love it, but I'll live with it. What I do love is my lock of the week. I told you uh, a couple weeks ago that I'm going to be riding with Frank Beamer every chance I get. I'm 2-0 riding with my boy Frankie, and he's coaching his final game as a college football head coach in the regular season. Not going to be his final game. It's going to be his final regular season game because Virginia Tech is going into Virginia this weekend as three-point favorites, and they're going to be carrying Frank Beamer off winners by at least a touchdown, getting a 6-6, and keeping that 23-year, I believe, bowl streak alive. Virginia Tech minus three is my stone-cold Steve Austin lock of the week. It was three and a half there, boss man. Well, I got it at three. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you can no longer get it at three. All right. I'll take it three and a half. I'd go all the way up. That's mighty wide of you right there. I'd go all the way up to six and a half on this one. I like Virginia Tech a hell of a lot in this one. All right. Hey, whatever. All right. So there's uh, Vault, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Locks of the Week. Uh, Pretty solid slate of games. But it's rivalry week time, folks. We've got a lot of scheduled games. We're starting the action off on Thursday. There's usually a couple Thursday games we run through, but this week we've got uh, several, I think three NFL games, uh, decent little college games. So we'll start off in that college matchup. The Longhorn State, Texas Tech Red Raiders, Coach Kingsbury on your TV Thursday night versus the Texas Longhorns, the Red Raiders, one-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road at Texas. Boomer, who you like in this one? Well, that Cliff Kingsbury is so hot right now. Uh, it's that, not just right now. That's a good-looking dude. Oh, yeah, man. He's He's got everything going for him right now. So that's why I got to say guns up, Texas Tech, plus one and a half. For show against okay. Charlie Strong, awesome, high-powered offense. I've been uh, back and forth on this one a little bit. I like Texas Tech, but I just don't think they can get the job done. In a primetime Thursday night game, um, I think that 
I mean, Texas is not a good football team. And I don't know that Charlie Strong's back next year. I don't know that he's going to get fired, but I think you'll sense the heat and maybe get out of there if the right job comes at him. But I think he uh, he gets one final win in Austin as he uh, beats the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Thursday night and covers the spread at home. See, I think that Texas has played it out throughout the year by – the teams that they've beaten and the teams they've lost to, that they have a really hard time covering fast, high-powered offenses. I mean, they lost just last week to a very mediocre West Virginia team by 18 points, move on up to the beginning of the season, got blown out by a high-powered TCU offense, and got beat by an OK State offense. So, I mean, Texas Tech is no different than those teams I just named off. The good week is, or the good news is they had a bye week last week, so that's got to help them a little bit. Bro, are you sure about that? Yeah, they had a bye week. So did Texas Tech, though. I mean, it helps when you've got a. Uh, it helps the defensive minded team over an offensive minded team, in my opinion, on a bye week. So give me uh, Texas in this one minus one and a half. Next up, another. Uh, Lone Star State shootout. This one on Friday night. This one looked hella good on paper at the beginning of the season. I looked and saw that this was the day before the Iron Bowl and got super excited. But the muster's kind of the luster's kind of falling off this one a little bit. Baylor minus one and a half at TCU. Uh, probably not going to be Stidham. It's probably going to be CJ and Chris Johnson for Baylor. Uh, Boykin probably starts from everything I'm seeing, but uh, Baylor's a point and a half favorite on the road at TCU. Boomer Hulight here. Uh, it's, I would rather see this as a pick game, but, uh, I mean, Baylor showed that their offense is very system-oriented last week whenever they went into uh, Stillwater and, and took out OK State. So I... I feel like I feel like that they can go into TCU back to back weeks and and pull out a win right here. So you like the Baylor Bears? Yeah, I like I like Baylor. I did too. Um, picked them last week. I've got more faith in them than I do TCU right now. TCU's just too injured. Um, they had a nice little comeback against Baylor or against Oklahoma last week. We got to talk about that two point conversion, man. What the hell? What the hell was Gary Patterson thinking right there? Dude, he's thinking he's got to try to win, man. He saw Baker Mayfield go off the field, and he was like, "Ah, oh, dude, thank you, Lord. I have a chance to win exactly, the game. Exactly, but Baker Mayfield wasn't coming back in the game. Hey, Baker Mayfield could always come back in the game. That's my thing. I mean, you've got to take that into overtime right there. You've got the whole game without Baker Mayfield. I don't know. But hindsight's twenty twenty. But both of us like Baylor in this matchup. Next up, the biggest disappointment of the weekend last week, Ohio State, not disappointing to me. I loved every second of it. At Michigan. Michigan is a point-and-a-half favorite right here. Crazy as hell. I think that has everything to do with the Ohio State self-implosion, half the team declaring for the draft basically after the game. Boomer, who you like here? Well, I absolutely hate Urban Meyer, and I hate Ohio State with a passion. Have never liked him. That being said, Urban Meyer is a damn good football coach, and he's going to get into every one of those motherfuckers' faces throughout the week. Let them know that they have to play damn good in this game to keep their draft stock alive, and he's going to have every single one of them motivated. And 
truly, I am actually extremely shocked that Ohio State is still an underdog in this game, even given everything that came out. I think that everybody's going to be ready to play. It's still a rivalry game, still against Michigan. So give me Ohio State plus the points. I'm with you. I can't believe that they were dogs in this. I mean, I, I thought when it was over, when they lost, that I could see this one maybe being like a four-point game, getting bet down to like a two-point game, maybe even a pick them. But I never in a million years thought they'd come out as underdogs. They're just too good. They're way too talented. Like, Jim Harbaugh has done a phenomenal job at Michigan. Don't get me wrong. But you can't turn. It's his first year. Right. Like, you just can't take away the lack of talent. Like, there's just no denying that Ohio State has way better athletes. That They're all going to be playing on Sundays. And I know that that may be what they're looking forward to. But I agree with you. Urban's going to sit them down like, hey, assholes. You're going to fall out of the first round if you have another shitty performance this week. And I absolutely think they will. Like Teams are going to take a look at Ezekiel Elliott and be like, well, hmm, that guy comes out criticizes his coaches in the next game, has a shitty game. No, I mean, I think Ohio State comes out huge, uh, gets the win on the road. And, and they're, still, they're still in it for the playoff. So right. It's I not mean, over. You know, anything can happen. And I guarantee the worst thing that could have happened in Michigan is Ohio State losing last week. And the way they lost, and yep, I agree. So, all right, that's uh, one of the big robberies, but let's get to it. It's the biggest robbery in the, in America, if you ask me. Uh, there's lots to contend, but I don't think anything touches this. It's the Crimson Tide, minus 13.5, traveling to the Plains to take on the Auburn War Eagle, Bengal Eagle, Barner Tigers. Nobody knows what they are this week. Boomer, who you like here? Well, I want to get one thing straight. Auburn sucks. Jeremy Johnson, extremely shitty quarterback. I think everybody was very wrong about him going into the season. Yeah, including yourself. Yeah, extremely. I was extremely wrong. I was probably his biggest fan going into the season, honestly. But the son of a bitch is a damn mental midget. He is a piece of shit, and every single time the wind blows and it goes opposite of the way that he wants, he goes and sulks. That being said, it's still a rivalry game, one of the biggest ones. It's at Auburn. It's going to be the 3.30 kickoff game. Uh, the, the spread now is at 14, by the way. It's skyrocketing towards Alabama's way. Wait till before game time. The public's going to be all over Alabama. I could see this getting up to 16, possibly 17 before game time. I, I got to take Auburn with the points. I just... I feel like they can at least keep it within two touchdowns. Dumb. They might could have kept it within that until uh, Gussie Gus came out in the middle of the season and said, we should have hung 60 on them last year. I think Nick Saban will have that plastered all over the Alabama locker room. Auburn might not score but three points in this one. It's going to be ugly, in my opinion. Uh, I know the rivalry thing factors in, and Auburn will play with them the first quarter, maybe even the first half. I just don't know how the hell they're going to score. Um, that I mean, I'm not. I, mean, I may be wearing my crimson colored glasses here, but that's one of the, the best. I'd say aside from 2011, that's the best Alabama defense I've seen in my lifetime. And I just don't see how Auburn's going to move the ball on them, much less get in the end zone. So I like Alabama minus 13 and a half, minus 14, whatever it is. If it gets up to 17, I'm still rolling with Alabama here. I love them uh, to win big. And I tried to keep my biases out of this. I, I tried to look at it from purely a football perspective, so I think Alabama gets the win big. 
as of right now, eighty-eight. It's an eighty-eight to twelve percent of the public right now. Oh, I agree, and that's probably only going to grow. Oh yeah, it, it is. But it's supposed to be all over Alabama. Alabama's America's team right now. Like I've said several times in the past, yeah, that's a huge number. But hey, people win them sometimes. If they didn't, they wouldn't keep coming back for more. Well, I'll say this: the public is all over Alabama, but as we've seen in the past, God is definitely on Auburn's side. Yeah, but God doesn't play uh, quarterback for Auburn anymore. Nah, but he does help with kick sixes. Well, no, we're not going to be that in situation this year, so I need to worry. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get to Ole Miss at Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss, one-point favorite on the road in Starkville. Uh, I like uh, Mississippi State in this one. Dak Prescott's final home game, uh, kind of be like a Tebow-esque send-off for them. Best player in school history by far. Uh, I think he will have a huge game. Mississippi State, go out and – Pay some support for what that man has done for your program. <laughs> uh, it could be Dan, uh, Dan Mullen's last game. There's some. I saw a report yesterday that Virginia Tech and Dan Mullen could be meeting up in the future, but I don't know how credible that is. But, you know, like I said, I, I just like Mississippi State, Dak Prescott in this one. Close out his career in Starkville with a win. Boomer, who you got? Yeah, I like Mississippi State, too. It's a night game, Starkville. Nothing else to do in the town except for go to the uh, local football game. Raise your cowbells. It's going to be loud. Dak Prescott, unbelievable athlete. He's he's done pretty damn good this year. Ole Miss, riding high off a couple of huge wins. But I, I think Mississippi State gets the win. This line's already started to move. I think it's about to move to a pick on. Well, hop on it before it gets there. All right. Next up, Bedlam. Oklahoma, six-and-a-half-point favorites at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's in the playoff as of now, which means three of the four playoff teams I had at the beginning of the season are currently in. Boomer, who do you like here? Oh, love Baker Mayfield. Dude has just got it going on, man. He is going to be playing this game. Oklahoma State already showed how vulnerable they are last week losing to Baylor. I think that uh, Oklahoma's defense shuts them down even more, and Baker Mayfield just keeps airing it out like he has all year. Yeah, Baker Mayfield big against Oklahoma State. Um, Two-loss Oklahoma State team after starting 10-0, or 9-0, whatever it is. Yep, give me Oklahoma. Next up, final game Saturday night for us. Notre Dame, four-point, three-and-a-half-point, depending on where you look, underdog at Stanford. Who do you like here, Boone? Uh, I I want to take Notre Dame really bad, but the injuries have just started to mount for them. It's at Stanford. I think uh, Shaw's going to have those guys playing big. They know that they have a chance to possibly backdoor into the playoff right now, I, and I, I like them to win by at least a touchdown. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Notre Dame is just too talented for me. Uh, I don't like Stanford too terribly much. So, I think Notre Dame gets the job done on the road. All right, so that's all our college football slate. Good weekend, good rivalry weekend of games. But it's Thanksgiving, folks. That means we got a lot of NFL Thursday action for you this week. So, we'll go ahead and start off the lines. Do they continue their annual tradition of getting their ass beat on Thanksgiving, Boomer? Sorry, what was that? So, do the Lions continue their annual tradition of getting their ass beat on Thanksgiving? 
No, they do not. They're going to be the shitty Chip Kelly-led Eagles. Didn't you have them in the Super Bowl? Uh, uh, no, no. I had them in the playoffs, though. Had them in the playoffs. Hey, they're only a game out. Yeah, yeah. They could, they could, still, uh, they could still make something happen. I mean, everybody in the division sucks almost as bad as the AFC South, but... I like I like the lines right here, you know. I mean, it's like Marky Mark's going to be starting for the Eagles. Shitty quarterback. And, I mean, Matt Stafford has it in the bag to put up 50. So, everybody's, everybody's pretty healthy for Detroit, playing at home, short week, Thursday night games. You know how those go. Give me the lines. Uh, it's a Thursday day game. I'm going to continue my annual tradition of fading the lines on Thanksgiving. So, uh, give me the Eagles and a pick them here. Next up, the undefeated Carolina Panthers traveling to the six, three and seven, I believe, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're uh, they're starting to get on track. After yeah, that. one win, and now the Panthers are only one point favorite. This actually opened up the Cowboys as a uh, one point favorite, and now the Panthers have shifted over to one to their side. Surprising two point favorite. Okay. Surprising line. Who do you like, Boomer? Oh, love Dallas right here. I think Carolina gets their first loss. Although I really like the Redskins last week against Carolina. And the Titans the week before. Yep. And you know, I just I still don't believe in Cam Newton. I think he's an arrogant son of a bitch. But in Dallas on a Thursday night game or is it a night game? No, it's like a 3.30. Well, Tony Romo being back, I, once again, that short week, I, I really like the home team right here. Tony Romo said he's about to get on a roll. Let's just see that roll work out. Give me Dallas plus one. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't think the Panthers are going undefeated. And I know they're not going undefeated. That would be ridiculous. Right. At this point in the season, 10-6 and – is when you start fading them because they don't have the talent to go undefeated. Uh, their style of play, I mean, the Cowboys' defense isn't the worst in the league. And, I mean, they'll game plan. They'll try to make Cam Newton beat him with his arm. We'll see if he can do it or not. I like the Cowboys, though, because I'm at the point in the season where I'm going to start fading the Panthers every chance I get. Yeah. All right, next up, Green Bay and the Chicago Bears. First time ever meeting on Thanksgiving. The Bears are nine-point underdogs traveling to Lambeau. Huge night for the Green Bay Packers. Retiring the old gunslinger, Brett Favre's jersey at halftime. And in the spirit of the old gunslinger, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game for the Packers by about 21. Just to let everybody know, hey, that Aaron, or that Brett Favre guy was pretty good, but I'm a little bit better. So uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers shows up, shows out Thursday night. In Lambeau, give me the Packers, minus nine at home. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to go with the Packers because I really feel like it's a good spot for them. But Chicago is not too far of a trip. Nine points is still a lot. Jay Cutler has kind of gotten in rhythm. I think Matt Forte should be playing this week also. He's playing. So they get him back. You know, they're, they're getting healthy. Right now, they have most of their players back. I'd like them to keep it close. I mean, I would. I'm seeing maybe like a like a 24-17 or 28-24 kind of game. I'll be completely honest. If they weren't retiring Brett Favre's number at halftime, I would probably pick the Bears. I know that's a ridiculous reason to be picking the Packers in this, 
But I do think that Aaron Rodgers is still kind of eats at him. He sat on the bench for three or four years, whatever it was, while Brett Favre played. I mean, Brett Favre's an all-time great. But Aaron Rodgers may be the greatest I've ever seen. And I think he wants to remind Packers fans on Thursday night, hey, yeah, while you're celebrating him, don't forget what you got right now. So give me the pack, minus nine. All right, next up, Vikings plus two at the Falcons. Um, Falcons lost another heartbreaker last week. Matt Ryan continues to be an average quarterback, in my opinion, when it comes down to it. I just I don't know what to think about these Cowboys or these Vikings. Boomer, what do you like? Oh man, dude! Right now, classic one team being super overvalued, one team being super undervalued. Falcons have looked like dog shit the past three weeks. They haven't been covering for people. People are finally off that bandwagon. I think the Falcons wake up this week. They realize what they have to do. The Vikings, Teddy Bridgewater, he's not playing this week, is he? Yeah, he's playing. Is he? Yeah, he should play. He came back last week. I, I feel like I feel like that the Atlanta Falcons offense is going to get it kicked back in gear. Devontae went out early last week. He'll be back in the game. Apparently, the concussion wasn't too bad. You know, Julio Jones is due for another breakout game. He's he's kind of been quiet the past couple of weeks i think that uh, i think he tears up that vikings offense and the falcons put up a little bit a little bit too much offense for the vikings this week no i'm fading you on this uh vikings are a better football team the pant uh wow the falcons just don't have it mentally i mean they're gonna win the early season games and they'll probably still sneak in the playoffs and they get demolished in the first round i like the vikings defense to bounce back they know they got embarrassed at home last week to green bay and like a game that they really needed to win so i think they come back and make up for it this week on the road give me the vikings plus two next up our final scheduled game there is a monday night game but i said fuck the monday night game because it's the ravens and the browns and i'm protesting the browns because they're a stupid ass fucking organization You've got Johnny Manziel, the kid's 22, 23 years old. So what? He partied a little, little bit this weekend, and now you're going to bench him, put him third string. I hope that you lose every single game you play in. Yeah, that game should be broadcasted on the E network. Yeah, I mean, that awful. Like, who's even the quarterback for the Ravens? Uh, actually, it's going to be the old gunslinger himself before Brett Favre, old Matt Schaub. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, thank you. Will not be watching that. Um, Give me – well, not give me. Sorry. We're not covering that game. I got a little off there. The game we are covering, we're not going to the Monday night game. We're going to the Sunday night game. The Patriots minus three on the road against the Brock Osweiler-led Denver Broncos. You think Peyton said, hey, don't play me in this. I don't want my record against Brady to be even worse. Nah, man. He was uh, was like – you know what? My neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack are all still kind of sore. So I'm going to sit this one out and okay. play next week. Okay. That was a little vulgar for Peyton Manning, man. That doesn't seem like his style. Oh, dude. He's a, he's a crazy motherfucker behind closed doors. You should really get to know him. Ask uh, Papa John. They cut up all the time. Yeah, they cut up other things probably, too. I know Papa John does. Hell <laughs> yeah, man. Roll tight on that. Yeah. All right. So uh, who do you like here? Well, I think that uh, Brock Osweiler is going to figure out that he's not quite ready to play in the NFL this week. And I think Tom Brady, after almost losing last week against the other Manning, comes out and 
airs it out all over the Broncos with the limited resources that he has. He'll figure out a way because I feel like he wants the challenge this week. Give him the pass minus three. Yeah, Patriots here as well. Um, I want to see what Brock Osweiler can do against a team that is not the Chicago Bears. So I just look at it this way. Will I feel more stupid sitting looking at my bet betting ticket if I have the Broncos while I watch Tom Brady air it out all night? Or will I feel more stupid taking the Pats, knowing that they probably should have won the game? Right. I'm with you. I feel more confident in Brady than I do Osweiler. So give me the Pats here. All right, so that's our scheduled games this week. Lucky number 13 of the Deep Fried Podcast. Uh, Black Friday special right here, folks. You won't find deals this good anywhere. We're giving you free winners. No one can offer that. Not Best Buy, not Amazon, not no one, not Alibaba, especially. So right Yeah, I don't know anybody that actually hands out money like we just did for the past hour. Nah, it's incredible. I mean, I've seen people giving away a million dollars in line. If you play your cards right, you could have just won a million dollars right now for free. That's right. You got some balls. That's Absolutely. all you got to take in with you. Alright, so I appreciate everybody tuning in. Remember tomorrow, check in Deep Fried Bets at Twitter, the Twitter polls, we'll get those up. You know, get us, get get at us on uh, Twitter if you want to hear some more basketball because I know basketball season's coming up, football season kind of coming to a close. Hell, we can get that going for you. Whatever it is you want to hear, let us know uh, at at Deep Fried Bets on uh, Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, let your friends know about the podcast. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Everybody have a safe, happy Thanksgiving. Be sure to get all the food in and uh, stay away from the Black Friday deals. This is the only Black Friday you need right here. That's right. God bless out there. All right. Have a good one, folks.